With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another Buzz Podcast. It's been a while. I've been watching quite a lot of television, though, so expect expect a few shows. And there's a, well, a massive, massive television show coming back onto Netflix this week. So I am sure there'll be some coverage of that. It won't be very strange at all. Uh, and, and talking of not being very strange at all, we have a returning guest on <laughs> the podcast. Well, a returning guest not to this one. He's never been on this before. But a returning uh-huh. guest to the airwaves of Buzz AI World. It's uh, the former host of the AI Comic Pod, the co-host of Let's Talk Podcast. It's Rory Greenfield. Rory, welcome home. Thanks. Buddy. Thanks, man. It's good. It's nice to be talking again. It's been it's been a long time. Um, and yeah, I, I'm doing a lot less in general, to be honest. I know I've got off and done a few podcasts here and there, but it's it's. I've been tuning in a lot a lot of the time. There's been some good conversations on these podcasts, and obviously on on the AI and the main football stuff has been great this season. Thank you very much, mate. Good, and hope everything's going well with yourself as well. It's not bad, yeah. Works calmed down a little bit and running marathons and stuff, you know. Oh, mate, yeah. I think I threw myself into, you know, what what I think is a midlife crisis at thirty five. <laughs> I don't know what's happened to me, but wow, mate, yeah, I haven't watched well. enough TV Fantastic. or or um, movies as much as I normally do. But yeah, this show that we're going to talk about is is one of my favourites from the last couple of years. Yes, and I have a feeling things are going to change with it being such a big week with Spider Man Far From Home and Stranger Things three. I'm yeah. sure Rory is going to be watching a lot of television. I will certainly be doing so, yeah. This show that we're going to talk about today is a bit of a dark horse, I think. I don't think anybody, I don't think a lot of people have watched it or are watching it, but I really desperately wanted to find someone who was watching it because it was, it's, it's just such a great show. Honestly, it is, it is a gem of a show. If you find it and you watch it, however you find it, and and I know Rory will agree because I've been reading his tweets. This this yeah. show, Barry. You know what? Tell me what you think of it first, and then let's get a recap going of season one. Yeah. So I, if anyone's been reading my tweets, I've been promoting this show. <laughs> um, I don't know why I'm trying to do free marketing. You know, HBO don't need me. But I, I just like you said, it, it kind of went under the radar. Um, the big thing for me. Um, about discovering it really is that I kind of followed Bill Hader's career for quite a long time. Um, and he's always been 
I don't know. He's always been like the the underdog kind of character. He's never been a main star. Um, he's kind of broke through doing Saturday Night Live. And then he's always been a kind of secondary role. So he's, he was one of the policemen, uh, along with Seth Rogen in Superbad. And then lots of comedies. And then he, he kind of broke through and did kind of a secondary role in Trainwreck, which is a Judd Apatow film from a few years ago, which I loved him in. And when I kind of heard about this project, I was like, wow, someone's actually backed him to do his own work because he writes and directs this. And I think he produces it, obviously stars in it as well um and he's never done anything of that degree before so i was kind of like what what is this and then you know you read about it and you go i don't i'm surprised a major network has picked this up because it it seemed quite underground you know you could see it on netflix um but hbo obviously you know huge huge productions in, in the states that they make um and yeah when i discovered it i was like look this is going to be right on my street because it's it's dark when comedy. When did you discover it? Um, um, do you know I what? It, it wasn't it initially. Out. Yeah, I was. I was a few months late to it, so I think I definitely tweeted I, about it because I was. Yeah, I thought, I'd Whoa. heard about it and gone right. I need to check this out at some point. And then it was all on Sky box sets after it initially been aired, and then it dropped off there for about three months, and I'd kind of forgotten about it. Um, because again, like you said, it wasn't heavily marketed, and so then I, I picked it up probably. I don't know, midway into last year. Um, and I, I, I blitzed it. It's one of, obviously, it's only, what, eight parts or something like that, yeah, 30 minutes one. an episode. It's brilliant. So, <laughs> yeah, which it's I love. It's sometimes for some people, isn't I it? I know. It's... Well, Stranger Things is the same, man. I, I rewatch those and they're, what, 45 minutes episode, eight, eight parts, 10 parts. It's, it's nice when you find a TV show. I, I've, I've suddenly kind of, after doing all the Game of Thrones marathon stuff and all the heavy Marvel films, and <laughs> I've been watching Tarantino films lately, they're oh, about great. two and a half hours long, and it's great, but it's just, it's nice when you find something like this or Glow, which I know you've talked about in the I past, um, and things like that that are just short, and, and you can kind of consume it quite quickly, but you could also go back and rewatch it or, you know, stuff like that, which I, which I love about it. Um, and yeah, when I discovered it, I was like, yeah, this is, this is great. But even watching the first probably couple of episodes, I couldn't really get the tone of it because it's such a kind of, I was like, it takes, is it serious? Is it, it's in the first yeah. season. It does take two or three episodes to be like, I'm comfortable now. Cause you've got to, yeah. every new show, you got to get, you you got to get used to the characters, their names. You, they're all they're all the, strangers to you, aren't they? Exactly. Yeah, and the tone as well. It it you know, and like like the first episode in particular, first one or two, is him just establishing himself, mm. and you, you don't really know anything what's going on. You you know he's a kind of tired hitman, you know, who's who's suffering from lots of you know you get to go quite quickly that he's suffering from a lot of post-traumatic stuff from from all the um conflict he's in in the, in the middle east and then you know from being a hitman and he basically wants to escape his life and what does that what triggers that is this random acting class that he gets drawn to because there's a, a target that he's he's after um and and you soon go yeah, this is this is a cool concept, but this isn't at all normal. You know, it, it doesn't play out normally for the first couple of episodes, and then when you kind of get used to the characters, as you say, and get used to the tone and the style, you're like, yeah, this is clever. And then when you you watch it a little bit more, you go, yeah, this is really clever because the writing and the style 
you know, it starts to really make you laugh and you, you get to grips with the characters. And yeah, that first season is, is great, but I loads know we're going to talk about it. Yeah, loads of awkward situations. Everything just... Oh, it is awkward. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not in between us. You know, it's not that, awkward, like, yeah. The Office or no, that. No, 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 no. that but there are moments. Mm. Yeah, there are moments where it's it's a little bit, a little bit cringe and a little bit, you know, nervous about what's gone on. And it, it, it plays out... What it does so well, especially in that first season, I'd say, is it it lingers on stuff. So the shot centers stay around. So you go in, oh, this is quite an awkward moment. Do you know what I mean? When like um, Fuchs is being interrogated by the the Serbians, are they the Serbians? I think they're from that part of the world. Chechnyans um, or whatever. Chechnyans, yeah, it's the Russian Chechnyans. Yeah. Um, so that when he's being interrogated, some of the stuff they're doing it stays on the shot and it's like, oh, this is quite painful. You know, it's, it doesn't, it's quite unflinching, which surprised me because, you know, some of the moments in it are quite brutal, but because it plays out with a bit of comedy, it, it doesn't feel as dark as it is. Oh, Do you know what I mean? It's, there is, it, it's, I mean, season two goes John Wick at some point. <laughs> and we'll go there. Times. We go yeah, there yeah. because I'm, honestly, it's beautiful. And anything going John Wick nowadays is pretty beautiful, and a lot of shows are going that way. But but this one, at yeah. the end of the show, the most awkward part of it is he used to murder Fonzies. The Fonz. We're going to call him the Fonz, okay? We, we are because we're we, not going to try. We're not going to try and yeah. say what the fuck is his name, Cousino, Mister Gene Cousino. Right? Yeah, we're going to call him the Fonz. Said it once, Fonz. That's it, Henry. Fonz. That's it, Henry Winkler. Is 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 for the Fonz, and you know he kills his girlfriend. And that is a real hard thing for him. Normally, at the start of the first season, he's dead cold to it. Oh, he is stone cold. And obviously, yeah. the girl he meets, everything softens him. The acting, the classes, he becomes into a normal life. It softens him and he doesn't want to do it anymore. He wants to, for this girl, he wants to pretty much have a normal life and become an actor, which is quite <laughs> weird, you know? Like, you, you think about it, you think, whoa. But I suppose that's the thing that's, he's just dropped into that situation and then he's just going with it he wants to just go with the flow have it's run. any escapism i think for him i think you know the acting is just it's just what he stumbled across that makes him feel i guess human or real because it's depression um, right at the end of the day whatever you it say is. it's loneliness yeah. it's depression it's a it's a matter of because in the first season you don't get to know too much what happened because second two season two sorry tells you a little bit more about why he's yeah, so Yeah, tra- there's, there's elements in, in season one, but season two is when it all kind of spills out, like yeah. you said. Um, yeah. But you, you, you kind of get the impression he's seen a lot of shit. Exactly. And, you know, and, and so you kind of start to understand it a little bit. Um, but like you said, they go a lot deeper in season two into, into the real trauma. Um, but he is interesting in how the fact that when he's first trying to act, he is horrific. Like he so can't bad. act. I mean, none of them can act. That's that's the you know that's the kicker in it. Like none of them are, are, are going to be good actors because they're just at this, you know, typical LA, you know, wanting to become stars kind of you know uh, with a paying this this teacher Henry Winkler's character probably far too much money because <laughs> he's a washed up actor. Um, to try and teach them, and it's 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 really well done. All the different characters in there, um, they all mix really well together, and it it feels quite you know sincere and genuine. But Barry's kind of found a family in a lot of ways, which he's never had before. Um, it feels like he was a loner pre the war that he went to, and then obviously post, it's become even more difficult. So 
yeah, it's 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 interesting how it plays out, but it's his relationships and how they develop that changes him as a person. And he really, like you said, just wants to leave that life behind. But that that moment at the end of season one, it's it's going to change everything. Do you know what I mean? He's he's basically been found out, and he's got to do the unthinkable by killing his kind of mentor, father figures, girlfriend. Yeah, and season two, a great great place to start. It's all yeah. dead weird because he's kind of like running the show and, you know, he's yeah. really confident and I'm just throwing it back a little bit by, but obviously, you know, the Fonz is off sick and you, you, well, not off sick. He's, 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 uh, morning. Morning. Yeah. And you understand, obviously you understand that, but Barry's just like, let's do this, man. We, I'm going to run the show and everyone's just like, nah. <laughs> he, well, he feels like to an extent he's, he's kind of like, Almost he's swept everything yeah. under the rug, hasn't he? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He, he's he's killed off anyone that's a potential threat um, to his life and what he's living now, and it, it, he kind of has found a newfound confidence. And and there is development in, I mean, in all the characters, but particularly in him, it's such a well developed character that you're right. He has moments where you go, oh, he's not the same guy anymore. Do you know what I mean? He's completely different. But it's all it takes is. You know, moments of his his past life, you know, recent past life, to keep coming back to him, and he he just can't escape it. Do you know what I mean? He he can't, you know, the Chechens come back knocking around, and oh, the, the mate, agreement that is when that he's... The, when he's in the bedroom, and she yeah. just walks out to take it to, to talk to her friend on Skype, and they start oh. shooting at him. <laughs> 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 That's where we see no Hank, <laughs> oh. no ho Hanks for the first time in the season. And, he is. Oh my God. He must be one of the best characters ever, ever in any show. Uh, is it Anthony Carrigan? Yeah. I, I've seen him in various little bits before, um, and he's always played quite weird characters. Yeah, this is you know, his which calling, though. Makes sense. This is his calling. This, this is his calling. Um, I found out this week he's been cast as the villain in the next Bill and Ted movie that they're shooting oh, right now. Oh, it's going to be brilliant. That's <laughs> Which I think so he'll funny. just be perfect. I can't, I, you know, Bill and Ted, I haven't watched it for 20 years, but obviously Keanu's on the wave of his life. Unbelievable um, wave. But the, the, in the original, it was like, there's a bald guy, devil or whatever, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, and I think he's probably going to play like his son or something and it's going to yeah. be perfect. It's, 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 um, he, can do, he can do some Dr. Evil stuff, you know, pretend to be... Yeah, he's got that in him, but yeah, I, I just... He's so good in this. Fun fact I, for you. Um, there's one part in this film where we're jumping a bit, but you know when they have yeah. that real nice moment or when he's trying to have a nice moment with him uh, towards the end when they're chaining everybody and he's chained them and, oh, says yeah. they're done, and he's trying to, you know, and then that guy, what does he play? What instrument is he playing? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, whatever it is, the, the, yeah. the hanged of bloody thing, right? Anyway, and he has a go at him. And he goes, really? You're playing it now, really? I'm in the middle of an emotional moment. <laughs> you know that scene? If you watch yeah. that scene back, please go and watch it back. Because Bill Bill is not, he's not Barry, Barry or whatever, however you want to call him, Bill Hader. He's, he's not looking at him. He's looking down and he's looking away from the camera. Yeah. Because I watched the making of that. And apparently, face. he couldn't, he could not. He had. He just kept on laughing out loud <laughs> at, at Anthony, at, at Hank. It was because every time he did it, he did it differently, and it, yeah. every single time it was funnier than the other. And like, oh, so they just decided just so Barry clever. just couldn't. Yeah, he's too good. It, it, it just, a lot of it I, must be like you know, like off the off the cuff. 
Yeah, because yeah. so Bill Hadd is from the, the school of like Saturday Night Live, so mm. he, he's from the kind of thinking on the spot, ad libbing. You know, you know that whole crowd that do like all the Seth Rogen crowd, which he's kind of loosely involved in. They all do, you know, Paul Rudd's involved as well. You know, where they do a lot of reactionary yeah. making it up as they go. Do you Absolutely. know what I mean? And, and it's loose script and it's all that. I mean, this isn't loose script. This no. is very tight scripted stuff. But you can tell there's, there's elements in there where they 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 are, you know, his reactions, Hank's reactions to stuff, and all the things he comes out with, and you just. You know, on the surface, he's this really tough, hard hitman, you know, kind of mob boss style thing. Him and his, him and his brother. And they're just like the worst pair of mob bosses. In the first series, when Fuchs is talking the other guy around, and they're just like absolute amateurs, all of them, you know, and that's the whole, that's, that's the fun thing of it, because they're just all amateurs, like all of these people, with the exception of, of, uh, Barry, really, because he is a trained, fully assassin, fledged yeah. hitman. You know, he's an assassin. He's he's incredible at what fucking he does. He's a sniper have. now as well. We find out he's a fucking sniper. He can do anything. He's literally like <laughs> you know the the Aldi version of John McCain. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's, you, you know, you, he's, you just he's not Keanu. The, um, you just mentioned no, he's not. You just mentioned the um, the, the the writing and the scripts yeah. and stuff. And there was another bit that I watched, and they were saying that you know. How he goes the writing team, so it's not just him and the ex- executive producers. I forget the guy's name that he's writing it with, but they have a team yeah. of the writers as well. And he said, you know, we had this scene where I said to Fuchs, "This is the worst thing I've ever done," yeah. or, or, or you know, "This is the worst thing I've ever done," and I'm not going to do anything again. And then the writers go, "But dude, Barry's done way worse stuff," yeah, and that's man. why they wrote it in when Fuchs go to him, "Wait up, shall I go and tell Fonz now that you killed his, you know, his girlfriend or his yeah, wife, yeah, yeah. Or his partner?" And so the, the beauty of it was that it wasn't in the script to say that line, but because of them debating and arguing about things, yeah. it kind of made a story or made made them go into a way. I just loved how, even though Bill's pretty much running the show on this, in this look, he's a writer, director, whatever, yeah. you know. He was so open. He, he seems like a very open person. To I, have I a think team. he is a particularly collaborative kind of guy. Very good. Yeah, I love that. Uh, and that's the impression I've always got of him, actually, because you know he's never one to take the limelight. Because I think he's had opportunities in the past, you know. And as I said, he's literally always been. I don't know. He's always been like the random friend, you know. In like forgetting Sarah Marshall, he plays like. Um, brother-in-law character and he's genius in that anything he's in he tends to steal the scenes he's in he's a very very funny guy um but he's not ne- he's never been in the limelight you know he's never and so for him this is, is obviously a big step um but you're right i don't think he, he would have done this without working closely and and i think he said you know they they really pitched it more of a as a real comedy with those kind of elements but i think hbo have pushed back a little bit and developed it to the point where it's it's much more drama and much more it is, darker. It made, I you know? thought season two made me laugh way more than season one. I'll, I'll be oh, honest with you. they I really think, did nail some of the yeah, stuff in no season hope. two. Yeah. Like with with the the the, the three way with Christopher and Esther. Like oh my oh, god. Oh yeah. Like and when just, he's talking about replacing all the furniture and going to IKEA or whatever, there's all those elements yeah. where. What was just... his own hand? I know. I was like, what the hell's going on? 
I know, this, is, this isn't supposed to be happening in this. It's just, it's just like, whoa. Like, uh, like things like that just made you look and turn, sit back and go, this, this show's serious, man. Like, really serious. Yeah. Man. And you kind of didn't really know where it was going to go, to be honest, because <laughs> season two, you know, I thought, okay, season one, it's, it's, it's a nicely, you know, worked eight episodes, whatever. And, and I can see there's some potential to grow it, but season two really does, kick it on so cleverly do you know what i mean they they yeah. really introduced a lot of great arcs in there and and i think what they did quite well is it's they didn't make it just about barry i think season one obviously just played into barry and the people that fed off him um and obviously season two is it's it's the same kind of style but it de- definitely kind of enhanced people like hank fuchs uh, as kind of mentioned got a real dark side in there and completely changed the personality as he kind of went through sally Um, really surprises you at the end you know yeah sally was a really interesting again she got a lot more focus um Mm. i really didn't enjoy the character in in season one um she was kind of Skylar-esque from Breaking Bad, to be honest. She's quite <laughs> grating. Do you mean um, she stayed that way for a lot of the show? In she, she she did, but I think the fact I think there's a couple of elements where she felt a bit more genuine. You know, I think there's there's parts of the season where obviously it comes out about her relationship and being abused in the past, and oh and she doesn't God. play it for kicks, really. Do you know what oh. I mean? I think there's, they keep saying, oh, we'll cast you in, in this, and you can be a I love that she turned it down. Yeah, exactly. You know, so much you yeah. know, the integrity of, of acting. You know, she wanted to do something that was right, and she yeah. gets it. You know, she, she, obviously, that integrity then goes away a little bit toward the end, and we'll talk about that now. Let's go. Yeah. Actually, let's, let's stick with Sally, because... Yeah. Obviously, we know, we know Barry and, well, Bill Hader, Barry, his character, his whole, um, story is about, uh, fighting within himself, fighting the yeah. depression, but then fighting to be a good man. But the reason why he's trying to do that is because one, he likes Sally, he's in a relationship with Sally, uh, and then he wants to do good by her, and she's obviously yeah. this good Samaritan type of person. But then her story is, is interesting because what we get to find is when they're doing, again, because of Barry, doing this uh, acting routine where he's reliving his past. Yes. And it actually wakes up the funds and goes, we're doing this now. Everybody do something serious, you know? So then Sally's like... Yeah, do something real. Yeah, do something real. So Sally's is, I was beaten in a relationship or, 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 you know, abused. So I'm going to play, you know, that abused character and it's going to be real. Obviously, she lies about all of it. Even her friend tells her on the call, I don't remember this. We just walked out and we find out, oh, okay, yeah. you're lying a little bit. And then you see then that she's actually trying to forget that she ran away from a relationship rather than walked out on it. Yeah, which is exactly. Of, to me, that's the same thing. She walked out on it, really. But that shows the same kind of strength, in my opinion. Yeah. But, but it's, it's not her showing that she fought back at that time, which is what she wanted to have done. Do you know what I mean? So, she yeah. wanted to swear at him and stick the two fingers oh, and yeah. walk out. And, and why wouldn't you? But... And when that played out on the on the stage, you know, some of those scenes, it was like she kept she kept baiting Barry, and we know he's got that dark edge to him. And I really was quite heart racing at moments because I wondered if he was going to snap. Do you know what I, I mean? Know. I gen I genuinely thought, are we going to get something really crazy here? Because it wouldn't it hadn't shied away from anything, as you said. And I just yeah, that those those scenes, those sequences, I didn't think a show 
like this maybe had it in them. So that's why they really raised the level in that second season. And he grabs her and it was really yeah. good. I thought the scene was brilliant, you know? Yeah, and those scenes, like you said, when he's reliving reliving uh, the war experiences and, and how it came to pass that he basically murdered shot someone, yeah. murdered someone in cold blood, you know, innocent lives. It, it, but in rage, wasn't got... it? Like he didn't mean yeah, to, yeah. he thought they were wrong, but they were. he was just wrong in his rage. His rage is all wrong. Uh, no, I know, and and it vengeance. felt entirely genuine. I mean, yeah. you know, you know the stories that come out from what's happened. I mean, fans you know, kept calling him a murderer. <laughs> I know exactly, exactly. <laughs> Look, we can't tell everybody else that you're a murderer. So, uh, and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I know exactly. It didn't it? Just I don't know. Their relationship was so. I mean, he obviously it's so became. It's such all the relationships. Yeah. It's so weird. We're, Do you I'm know what I mean? To, we're going to get to uh, Kusner in a minute, but yeah. same with Sally. The bit that really worried me was when she went to her ex-boyfriend's place. Oh, I, know. I was shitting myself that. Yeah. Are you dumb? Like the way I you know. called her up. Didn't you feel like something's really bad is going to happen now? Yeah, I, 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 I genuinely did, but I, I hoped that it was just kind of double bluffing you a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Because it, it did feel like either she's going to find out Barry's a essentially, you know, a, a stonewall killer, um, or or she's going to be in deep shit here. And it was it was the fact that Barry just kind of kept himself reserved until the last moment, you know what I mean? And, and it, it really all could have gone off. But, yeah, it was. They really did heighten the tension, do you know what I mean, in this season. It was a real different approach. And, yeah, that sequence alone, I, I was just like... I was bricking it. I had no idea what was going to happen. I actually thought that he was going to, um, you know, he was going to abuse her. Yeah, I, he'd I, have I to kill. He'd have to kill the guy, and then she'd know and all this. But thankfully, they did a twist where she was. She opens the door and is going to walk out, and he's just standing there. And he goes, "What the fuck? I'm going to, I'm going to shoot him!" And then he realizes what he's done. And yeah. um, it was. I thought that was that was brilliantly done. Just a it great was. scene. Really yeah. Really good. And then obviously to finish with Sally, she kind of she kind of stabs him in the back. Really, I felt a bit of a betrayal in the end. Yeah, acting I think wise, so. you know, in profession yeah. wise, because they're ready to do this and he's ready. He's kind of thinking two minds of what he's going to do, or he's in he's he's in a state because of what he's done. But she's she's got this big platform now, given this big place by the you know execs, whatever. You know, oh she, yeah, 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 big auditorium, not exactly, the crappy stage. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and she's then going to do it the right way. But in the end. She goes and does what she lied, you know, the lie. She lives the lie. Yeah. And she cries, but fucking hell, the response is unbelievable. I know, I know. It's crazy, isn't it? It's, it's, you know, I think, was she quite, when, when did Barry get an audition? Was it, was it in this season or was it season nope, one? This season. Yeah. So she became a bit jealous of him, didn't she? she towards, did. yeah, because he, he hadn't even tried and she thinks he's some terrible. Like no hope actor. I know she thinks he has moments like they all do where he can actually genuinely act, but most of the time he's just reading lines like like the worst actor there is. Yeah, and, and his she, acting she's... is all is all is all on emotion, isn't it? Last his yeah. his life. That's what brings him out. Exactly, exactly. So when when he's actually acting, he's in the moment. He's he's thinking about something else. It's just being genuine. Um, he's reliving it rather than actually acting. But yeah, you're right. She she just becomes extremely jealous that he's suddenly able to get these parts or potentially get parts without even having to try. And she's been working all her career and getting absolutely nowhere. Um, 
And it does. It plays out really interesting in their relationship. I, I kind of, you know, looking forward well, to season three. Yeah, I am. Yeah, it's it's, it's obviously. Go with that. Yeah, and I'm not sure it'll. I don't think it'll be a series that goes on and on and on forever. You know, I think no, it's I think quite maybe aware. Four or five is max, maybe. But even even maybe they finish it at three. Who knows what they do? But I think there's plenty of material. There's there is material. There is. With. Yeah. I think um, before we go anywhere else, there's a big thing that happens. Um, so Fuchs is back, and Fuchs has been got to by the cops or the feds. Yes. Is it the feds? The feds. It's the feds <laughs> at this point. Yeah, it's the feds. They they t- they tap this him off. He's got wire. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because they can't they can't get anything out of him. <laughs> I know. He keeps trying and trying and trying, and they just yeah, it doesn't work at all. And he keeps trying to tell Barry. Look, I've got a wire. Because, yeah, Fuchs gets arrested, doesn't he, for mm. something or other. Because um, he's, I don't know, was it, because it, uh, there was some part of uh, DNA evidence or evidence found at the scene of, of the crime or something. He basically has no alibi. Um, but that cop essentially wants Barry to, to take a guy out on his behalf. And it's all, you know, it's double-crossed and it's this and that. And it's it's funny. But, yeah, Fuchs is... It's interesting in this because he doesn't want to betray Barry and then he really does want to betray Barry. Do you know what I mean? He, he has so a real weird. heel turn. Yeah. And it, basically, when Barry does get caught by the Fed, the Fed wants him to kill someone. He wants him to kill Ronnie. <laughs> That's the best at the end. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, what? So this, this for me is, I was already enjoying it, right? Don't get me wrong. I was already enjoying the show. There's yeah. no doubt that I was enjoying the show. But when the next next episode turns up with Ronnie, yeah, and uh, who is it, Lily? Ronnie, Lily, yeah. yeah, Ronnie. Oh my God! Like I've oh. never seen. Do you know this is rated nine point eight on IMDb yeah. out of ten? Like the highest rated episode I've probably seen of anything. Maybe Breaking Bad's got one up there, but yeah, yeah it's it's insane. I, you've never seen. It's basically a botched job, but it plays out in real time. Um. And that opening act when he's fighting him in his apartment. No, the funniest uh, thing is that he does nothing first, and he lets no, him realise like that he's a well, fucking he's just smoking king. a joint for the first ten minutes, isn't he? And just or, or five minutes and packing his suitcase or whatever. I can't remember what's going on, but it just plays out like he's just gonna he's just gonna give up. Do you know what I mean? And, and that's fine. And, and, and Barry's like accepting of that. And then suddenly he turns around and he's like a black belt in karate. He's like, he's like a washed up Steven Seagal type character. I've never seen anything like and it. He's got no um, like stamina, nothing, and it's no. just like so funny because he's just like it's brutal as well. Oh god, he's, it's it is like like I said, it was like really like oh my god, this is really hardcore like fighting. <laughs> yeah, but, I know. They- just kicking ten bells of shit out of each other. Barry comes in in that orange ski mask, doesn't he? Goggles on. <laughs> and he's got like a moustache. What happens with paint all over his? I don't know what happens. Oh, with it's his blood because he's been bleeding <laughs> all over. Yeah, he look like a beard on his face. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a, like a blood beard. It's it, it's, it's ridiculous. It's so funny. But the thing uh, is, he actually gets him with a good shot in the windpipe. He does. Yeah, which puts him down, and he keeps trying to get up, but it, it puts him down um at that point and then he realizes 
yeah. daughter's coming. You think he's dead, <gasps> and he and he and he sees his daughter. Oh, this Rory, and his daughter. You, you got to talk about this. This is like fucking. This oh, is like, this is like she is like Logan. You know yes, the, the girl. Yes, in Logan. I just want to say the same thing. What the fuck? <laughs> I was just like, whoa, what the hell is this? You know, and they have that moment where she's she's basically harder than her dad. So he's trained her to be this kind of absolute psychopath. And Barry's trying to calm her down. <laughs> yeah, she's basically that. Um, and he, and he's like, I don't know. He, he, she escapes out and, and he goes to find Fuchs in the car. Um, and he's like, I don't know. I need to remember some of the lines from this. It's just absolute genius. Um, <laughs> but she wasn't, didn't she come in through the sunroof and bite Fuchs or something like that? Mate, I, I, uh, gonna, then she I, climbs I, I, a gonna, tree. Oh, let me let me describe this. This is yeah, actually on, amazing me. because first of all, they fight in the root in the house where she's chucking things in his face, like yeah, amazing accuracy. That. Then she stabs him like really badly as well in the chest. Oh, because he really is badly wounded. He's really badly wounded. And then there's this worry that Barry's going to die in the car. Fuchs is a twat because he's he's super glued his hands to the car in the end. Because he's super glued his back. And, like, the wound is disgusting. They show the wound and you're like... Oh, man. Yeah, really. And then then he super glued his hands to the bloody wheel, the steering wheel. And they're driving about. And what do they they're do? trying to track it down, basically. Exactly. And then they yeah. see her at the edge of the street, and he goes out. This is before he goes out, isn't it? This is basically, basically they yeah, see yeah. Her, he sees her at the top of the roof, and then they just, and then his hands are glued or something. She jumps onto the roof whilst they're yeah. like dozing or something. You know, I think that she's up a tree or on the roof, and, and they're waiting for it to come down, basically. And that's yeah. when he does and the glue stuff. Barry's yeah. practically yeah. passed out because yeah, he's, he's, he's lost so much blood. Yeah, that's it. And then he does the glue stuff. Then he puts his hands yeah. on the wheel, and then all of a sudden she's on the top, and they're like, "Oh my god, is she there?" And then they drive up, and she, the way she's hanging on, I know it's, it's insane. Crazy. It's insane. It's so so clever. It's so so. And good. then she slides in because she's like flipping. I don't know. Some she's a ninja, of, man. She's a ninja, yeah. that's it. She's pretty much, and he calls her a ninja as well at some point. Yeah. She slides in, and they're both looking like, uh-oh. And then she just bites his cheek. I know. And you oh, are, like... Oh, so rough. When I watched that, I was like, don't move, dude. Don't move, like, don't move. Don't move. <laughs> I felt like holding my cheek. I was like, my hands on my face. <laughs> it's, it, honestly, I watched this episode, and I, I think I immediately watched it again, and I just went... The hell have I just watched? Do you know what I mean? I, I honestly, I've never seen an episode like this. Cause I think what they said is they did want it to play out like it's real time. Yeah. And it does feel like that. You know, like most of this Barry skips between, you know, obviously different. It's not a fast cut thing. Like, no, it's just days. Right day, yeah, but yeah. It, you know, it, it's through course of a day or whatever. Um, but this was just played out and out and out like it was real time. Um, and yeah, it culminates in, in after that point, heading into that supermarket. Um, Barry's trying to get basically anything to heal him. He's in a um, pharmacy, um, and and then the guy pops back up. Ronnie's back again. Unbelievable. <laughs> and then the policeman comes again, um, and it's it's just all hell breaks loose again. I can't. And the policeman gets done at that point, so Barry's kind of off the hook. Yeah, and Barry's and I think feeling guilty for killing this guy. I know. And he's not dead? <laughs> he's not dead. He's like the Terminator. It Yo, was just... and how many shots was he taking and not dying? I know. 
it's 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 just insane. It's 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 so so well done. I've never seen an episode like this I, on television me too. before. When I watched it, I just went on Twitter going, "I don't know. I just can't believe what I just watched." I just I know this is a it's real... funny. This show because elements of it, parts of it, do remind me of Breaking Bad. Now, Breaking Bad was never quite this insane. Do you know what I mean? In, in like an episode like this, but it had just real moments of just like special. You know, when you're watching something and it. I know you're one like me, probably on your phone and doing multiple things and stuff. But this this had me hooked, really. So these kind of episodes, no, you can't, I can't take your I, eyes I put off my this, phone away for shows like yeah. this because yeah, I need to you can't to take it. your eyes off it. Do yeah. You know what I mean? You really have to watch it, and it just grabs your attention like not much else. And it it's it's so so clever. Um, and this episode, yeah, I it just in other shows it wouldn't fit. Do you know what I mean? It would be like where the hell did that come from? And it doesn't fit in the sequence and it, it doesn't expand the story, but obviously it does have a big part of the story because it's to do with the policeman and the crook cop and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's such a mad episode in the middle of the rest of the series. It was just great. It's just, it's one of those things that rightly everyone talked about, you know, and obviously Barry's not huge, but when anyone talks about Barry, they mention this episode. I think it's just always going to go down as, that episode that, you know, just, just crazy. It like, just went, nothing it just went Marvel on our ass. It literally yeah. went Marvel on our ass. You're just like, what? And that's what I loved yeah. about it. It was just so different. So sci-fi. Oh, it's or, so you know, different. Just, it just, it just didn't fit in the show, but it did. Do you get me? It did, it didn't oh, yeah. fit, but it did. How is that possible? So it, they, they made the impossible possible and only, when you write something or you do something well or you execute it well, because I bet you when the writers put this on the table, Bill probably went, what? <laughs> like he said at the yeah, end of the he just went, what? But they said, no, but it'll play in really well and how their split eventually comes because of this, Fuchs and him, you know, because yeah. he goes into the, he goes and he sneaks out the back. His, he goes into the car in the end. He still has that feeling, uh, 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 think of the past. He's, He's kind of having like going to heaven, isn't he? And Fuchs is there type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. So then they, so the Fuchs thing now in the morning, he's kind of like, look, we're done, and this is where we talked about where Fuchs goes nuts. Yeah, because exactly. This is that moment they obviously fell out. It, it, it's funny, like you said, this episode doesn't necessarily push the narrative on that much, but then it actually does. It's one of the key elements of the the whole show, really. So. Just such a crazy episode, but it led to what's what's come after. Because he's with done Fuchs. with him. Every time he's involved with him, something shit happens, and he's like, "This is just too much shit." I need. Oh, it's always that. been it's always been shit with him. You, you know, he's the one that's dragged him back in all the time. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's 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 always been him almost, um, and he's the one that would never let Barry go. Do you know, he, he Barry's his his chance of making money and living his life, and you know, he's basically using Barry. Um, and, and Barry starts to realise that, really. It's and taken a long him. time. But then what does Fuchs go and do in the next episode? He's like rolling Dabs around in the, the mud. He's running around in the mud. He looks like he's a no-hope. He lost. You know, he looks uh, like... Yeah. <laughs> he's crying. He's literally crying. And then I he know. finds the car. And that's the He finds the, bit. the car. And that's the kicker in it. That's and that's the, the thing bit all where of he it. becomes the villain of the show then instead of anyone else, you know. So yeah, because at that point, I mean, you know... Uh, the Chechens and anyone else, you know, Barry's not really concerning himself with any of that. Do you know what I mean? He's, well, he's, he's trained them. Exactly, he trained them up. And yeah, oh, the training sequences are just brilliant. There's actually one of them that's half decent, but the rest of them that utterly awful. Do you oh, know what I mean? It becomes just... like mini Barry. 
Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and and you know, all this talk about this episode, I've even forgot about the bloody last episode, which is just the craziest. Yeah, like we'll you said about John Wick. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because with Fuchs, the story goes <clears> on is that he then goes and starts. He brings Cristobal and Hank together again. He does. He? And it's yeah. really funny because the scene when he walks out, where he gets Cristobal inside because remember what happens. That they all get kidnapped, don't they? No Hank and all his boys. Yeah, so no Hank and his boys get uh, kidnapped, put on a bus, you know, um, where they're basically being, and they're going to be burnt alive or something horrific. And then that um, guy that we just talked about who got trained yeah. saves them. <laughs> he is. He's, he's like a mad assassin all of a sudden. He's suddenly become, and, and, and that's too much to the surprise of all the rest of them, but he's become the almost boss. a leader, hasn't he? The boss, yeah, exactly. So and, and Fuchs goes in, gets them on side, gets they all get a new place and stuff, and then obviously Cristobal and Esther turn up, and he's the, that is the one of the best scenes when he's talking to him really cocky, and he thinks they can hear him, but they're yeah. standing so far, and from their angle, they can't hear what he's oh, saying, and they're just like, is he talking to oh, us? Oh, so clever! He can't hear us. Is he really? And yeah, and you think at that point you actually think he's gonna fuck this up, Fuchs. He's such a oh yeah. But fucking Ellie pulls it off. He talks his way out of a lot of tricky situations, though, doesn't he? Do you know what I mean? He's, Great he's quite... character development. Yeah. Again, because you yeah. think he's a loser, really, and he just pulls off something that you just think... He's a kind of lovable loser in, in a few <laughs> regards, you know? He is a loser, but he's got a bit of charm about him. He, he's, he does it in the first season as well. He's, he can talk his way out of a bad situation. He talks that age-old assassin... Do you know what I mean? Like the the guy that they bring in, who's about eighty six or something, he ends up shooting himself in the head because he's just talked him out of it. Um, and that's all because Fuchs just was trying to be nice to him or trying to get like basically oh save God. his own ass. But yeah, it's it's really funny. But yeah, this this sequence, what followed from here, when Barry basically discovered what Fuchs has done, um, telling. You know, yeah. Henry Winkler, that, that he was, you know, at, at first it was about framing, wasn't it? They thought it was about framing him for, for the death of the, um, policewoman. Mm. Is that, is that the end? That's what happens at the end as well. Or am I thinking of season one? I'm, I'm no, 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 that's and, it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and obviously he, he, they, they discover that Henry Winkler, the police, you know, let him go. It's not him. Um, but he just whispers in his ear, you know, it was Barry. Um, was that that wasn't right at the end of this, was it? That it was, was right at the end. We find out he whispered, so we don't <clears> know what's going through Henry Winkler's mind when he's in jail because he's not talking. Yeah, exactly. So, and so because he's not talking, they're thinking oh, he's he done it. Oh, completely looked like he's lost his mind. Yeah, yeah. they think he'd done it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he completely... his son gets him out, and that's a nice little thing as well. Where the, the relationship with yeah, him and his son. their relationship comes full circle a little bit, which is quite a nice little. Yeah, Lovely. that was quite a smart way of, of playing that out. Yeah, and so. He's worried about it. He gets him out. He gets his dad out. They realize he didn't do it. But what you see then, what you realize then at the end is the thing that's been playing on Henry's mind or the Fonz's mind the whole time is that it was Barry that killed her. Yeah. Not that he was, she, he's come to terms with her death or he's at least knew she was dead. So seeing the body was going to obviously, you know, scare him or whatever, maybe yeah. relive it. But the fact that it was Barry who he's been coaching, mentoring, becoming close to, giving advice to, Knows his Barry's a killer now. Yeah, kind of changes just, everything. It just sh- shook him to the core. So yeah. next season's going to be nuts because there's oh, so much to un- there's so much to unravel. Uh, yeah, but, there is. But, but but 
he knows, uh, Barry doesn't know that, I don't think Barry knows that Henry knows, but he knows that, you know, he's taken Henry to the, the place. Yeah. And he's in jail, exactly. so he's really worried. But what follows next, like you said, mate, is, is, it's literally pure. I honestly thought they were going to do some damage to Barry, but fuck me. He just... Oh my God. He just went, he went full psycho, didn't he? He just literally. <laughs> It was incredible, and it's so well shot as well. Do you know what I mean? For a show that isn't like about that necessarily, like the the sequence, you know, with Ronnie and and then this sequence, the way they direct it, it's just like this is like a pure, it's like Kill Bill or John Wick. It or, is John it's Wick. just mad. You, yeah, you can tell there's you know, like some like you know for TV, it's like yeah, we John Wick's popular as fuck right now. Let's try <coughs> something. Yeah, we are. I'm a hitman too. I can do this. I'm supposed to be badass, and you do worry though. At one point, because the guy he trained is sitting behind a door with, you know, with a rifle to sniper him out just to kill him. Oh yeah. And, and the and the crazy thing is, is that when he walks in, that guy freezes. Well, he does because he sees it's Barry. They before that point, he doesn't know who it is. I think. Um, I think they think it's someone else. Um, and when they realise it's Barry, it's his mate. It's the guy he's trained him. He kind of just kind of he relaxes for that brief second and that's all it takes for Barry to take him out do you know what I mean and Barry doesn't yeah. even hesitate and that he doesn't, he doesn't flinch yeah. that's the difference between what they showed me in that, in that scene was the difference oh, yeah. between a hitman and training someone to just do yeah. something I mean if Barry a hitman, point, you don't give a Bill shit. is just screaming fugues everywhere he's just gone absolutely psychotic it's just it's, it's this insane and he's just taking people out left right and centre and you're right it doesn't play out quite like you know Daredevil or John Wick or whatever, but it's still bloody great. Do you know what I mean? It's it's just like it's so good. Those sequences, it's just really, really well played out. And he's just, you're just demolishing everybody. Do you know what I mean? He's shooting him in the head. It's brilliant. I know, I know. It, like you said, it's dark. You know, it's it's quite dark. This 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 whole thing. But there's moments where it's just like, Christ, I think that's you know. why the show's unique, though, Rory. Because even though, yeah they get the comedy in when they do go action they they literally go for it you know it's not like half-assed comedy shit it's no it's not and uh, yeah you're right i think they do do that in some shows where they kind of throw in a bit of uh, they'll they'll go across a couple of genres and they'll do a bit of comedy and a bit of this and a bit of that you know but they this this is is a dramatic show but with that very dark edge because it's dark humor it's not it's not like I don't know. It's not like traditional comedy, is it? Do you know what I mean? It's it's those kind of... And there are films like that, not many, but films that are quite dark-edged but then have that, that comedic side to them and stuff. And it works really well in this, like, because the humour is only... It's greater because of what's going on. Do you know what I mean? Like you said, it's it's not cringe, but because it, it's awkward, because it's hard to watch, it almost kind of makes it funnier um, in a lot of ways yeah. because it's it's that kind of awkward humour. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that sequence, that whole episode, it just gets so intensified as it goes on. And, yeah, I can't wait to see what comes next with it. It's, and that's it's... the end, isn't it? The end is literally them find, we finding out that... Um, who's the guy that comes in at the end when Hank, you know who Hank's there, hiding? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember who that guy is. Yeah, exactly. Um, somebody must be somebody new. 
Must be yeah, a new boss I coming think there, in was a, there was a new boss that was due to come in and take over Hank's role, so I think it probably is him. Yeah, there you um, go. And he just said hello. And he's to... just picking up the pieces, do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> no one left. It's, yeah, it's just, just him and everything's Hank. Been ripped. <laughs> yeah, it's just been completely decimated, ripped apart. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so the ending is pretty much when he goes to do the scene with Sally. Sally does the, we've already talked about, you know, does her yeah. bit. And then, uh, and then at the end, it's Henry. It's the reveal that Henry finds out, knows yeah. that Barry killed his partner, and that's yeah, that's the oops. We're fucked next season, bit. So. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, I think as a whole, then the season it was brilliant. I thought it was brilliant. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. I think it's. I think it surpassed the first season um, for sure. And I just think it was just. I don't know. Like you said, I've never really seen anything quite like it. I never got around to watching Fargo on on Netflix, actually, which I kind of planned to. But people say it's got some similarities. And like I said, there's certain elements of Breaking Bad, maybe that you know, just in terms of the style of the characters and the way it's 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 delivered. Fargo, but Fargo, which is I, Fargo? Uh, it's based on a movie. It's a kind of um, it's four seasons of it. So it's, it's based when they go back in time, time or something. Not so sure. I haven't I seen it, but uh, everyone. Who's in it? What's his name? Um, is it from the Marvel movie? Is he the guy who's in uh, the Hobbit stuff? Yeah, he is in one of the. I think he is in one of the series. Actually, Martin Freeman. Yeah. Um, oh, season four, one. Four is, seasons. Season one is incredible. Is it? I've seen yeah, season I need one. To. Okay. And I, did, I didn't go to season two because apparently it goes back in time. It's oh, I can Billy see Bob, actually looking Billy, at it. Billy Bob's in the first Billy season. Billy Bob comes he into it. Yeah, yeah, Unreal. Ah, oh, yes. Mate, yeah. go and watch I it. I will get... No, I will. Yeah, yeah. I will. I wouldn't yeah, mind I, doing I, I a show on that. that. It was... Honestly, the season one, yeah. I think, is one of the best things I've seen, in, you know, because it's it's just nerve, nerve-wracking. Like, you know, you're just, like, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole yeah. thing. And, and I think this had elements of, of that kind of tension, you know, does, that yeah. real... You know, real tense moments. Um, in a different way, because you know that there's some funny bits coming in, in any second in this one. There's going to be, but what they've done well is mix so much into one 30 minute episode show type thing. Yeah. And I, I, I found there's a massive skill to that. You know, I, I've oh, watched man. a few things this year. Um, you know, I'm not going to talk too much about Game of Thrones, but obviously Game of Thrones is this huge. Spectacle where you get 90 minutes episodes of this and the other, so like feature length stuff. And I think I've realized now that I don't necessarily always want that. I, I, I'm not saying I don't want that. You want a mixture of stuff with TV and film, but yeah, TV's I mean, obviously become cinematic now, you know, so everything gosh. is a big experience and it's all become like that. Whereas actually, I kind of like this kind of classic storytelling. You know, TV, that's kind of what I gravitate towards yeah. a little bit more. I think Game um, of Thrones was generational, you know, like we, oh, yeah, it became something so big, so hyped, so pop culture, which it didn't, yeah. it didn't even know that it would become at that at the time. Oh, never but did. It became so big that, you know, everyone gravitated towards it, you know, in the end. And that's why there's so many polarizing views. But I mean, for someone who we know, both of us know, uh, Dave Hendrick, who watched it yeah. all in one go. From start to end, like as oh yeah, before. did he? Did he? Did he, he actually did. watch it all? Yeah, yeah he watched it all. I knew he was going to, and he yeah. said that he loved it. And he, oh no, I, he I loved think most the people would. Season eight as well because he said he because he watched it all in one go, yeah. literally, like in a few weeks. 
he understood the character development of of Danny, whereas yeah, some people that I did I, know a, I did a full rewatch before this season, and it did play out quite well for me. I, I understood mean, I was, it, and people we yeah. I, you knew if you heard the buzz ones, we argued with everybody. I mean, I argued with everyone that they didn't listen to me. They all thought that it was bad, but personally, I thought I understood. There was only a few things the finale that didn't yes. fit well for me, but that's okay. That's okay. No, 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 exactly. But I'm saying what I was saying in terms of it's great to have that kind of style of cinema and these films like the Marvel films that are these huge, obviously multi-billion kind of things. But it's nice to then watch TV shows like this because it feels a little bit more grounded. Do you know what I mean? It, it's not yes. as much of an investment. It's, oh, it's, no. it's, 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 it's great to watch, but, and it's great to talk about. Um, but it, it doesn't. I don't know. I, I kind of there's an art to storytelling. There's an art to fitting in so much to a 35 minute episode. Do you know what I mean? I, I think there's a lot to be said for being a bit more concise, you know, rather than just throwing everything and and then hoping it sticks. And I think a lot of the big TV shows kind of try and cover a lot and hope that it works. Whereas I think this is so well produced and well put together that. You know, there's no room for error here, but it's all so well done. You know, it's 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 brilliant. It's just such great television, and and I think HBO are great for kind of investing in the right people. I know you watched Big Little Lies, didn't you? Season one. I haven't watched any of the second season yet. Yeah, Big Little Lies was excellent as well. Yeah, and and again, it's kind of just bold to. You know, Reese Witherspoon's the main producer, the one that's backed it. Do you know what I mean? And and they've obviously got a lot of good, you know, great people involved, like Nicole Kidman and I know Meryl Streep's in the second season. Which I enjoyed is crazy. Good Girls, you know. Yeah, you seen that? I don't know if you've seen that. Um, yeah, I thought Good Girls season two was excellent. Yeah, yeah. This, this you know, and, and that kind of telly, I marvelous Mrs. Mizell, which is on Prime, which is a really well produced show. Um, and I don't know if you watch Fleabag or Killing Eve, which are all. I've done. watched season one, Killing Eve. Loved it. I need to get season yeah. two done as well now. Season two is great. Fleabag is is Phoebe Waller Bridge who wrote and produced um, Killing Eve, so it's a similar wow. style but a different show. Um, she's also in. She plays the robot in the Solo Han Solo film. Oh. Um, she's a random British actress, but she's great. Um, and again, they're like twenty six minutes an episode Fleabag, and it's just so well put together they fit so much in do you know what i mean and and i kind of admire that that's real writing real restraint i did think you is watch the word line of duty? no and i i keep being never to... will oh well i haven't seen the last I, season but people got on about it so much i it's hard to watch as much telly as people tell you to watch do you know what i mean I know, because I there's so much it. out there um and I think after a while, you you just kind of gravitate to what you want to watch. Do you know what I, I mean? Have, I think I have a yeah. recommendation for you, though, Rory. Hit me. I'm watching Warrior. Yes. So I watched the first episode, and I will watch it all because I really like the style of it. Like, it's great. So good. I want. I'm thinking I'm in episode starting episode four today. It's a really cool show. Oh isn't my it? it really is. Yes. Yeah. So, folks, if you're listening to this, if you want to watch something Bruce Lee yeah. style, kind of John Wicky a little bit here and there. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But, but the the key is the soundtrack for me. Yeah, it's a when wicked it starts, soundtrack. When it starts fighting, just yeah, it just it's like you're ready. Are you ready, guys? It's telling the it's telling the the audience <laughs> it's gonna kick off, and you're like, oh, I'm ready. It kind yeah. of reminds me a bit of Banshee as well. But I don't well, know if you've seen Banshee. Yeah, I haven't, but I know, I think it's the same producers, so it that is. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, it, and it is good like that, like you know. Uh, Bruce Lee's executive producer. 
Yeah, I, I read that. I, I, I listened to a couple of podcasts that talked about it as well. Really praised it. And yeah, it's it's funny because it's it's TV like that that you stumble across a little bit. Obviously, it's a pretty well big. It's big budget. You know, it's yeah. not a small production. renewed as well straight away. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's always a good. It's sign. always a good sign, you know. If it's renewed straight away, no, you know no, it's it is. Watching. It is because it doesn't always happen. Netflix are quite ruthless as well. Now I know it's not Netflix, but you know they are. That all these networks are getting a bit more, uh, a bit more stringent about what they renew, what they don't renew. Um, but it is, it is good to watch telly that I don't know. It's, it's a little bit different and not the same because and these, these shows I think, you just mentioned, I think all have something very, very different in them. They're not all. Oh, they hundred percent do. Yeah. I think it's more about the writing and, you know, I, I don't think it's always about the spectacle anymore. I, I think Game of Thrones can't be beaten for spectacle and I think shows that try and compete with that just, just fail. Um, but I think if it's, if they get the right writers on, um, it just makes such a difference. Did you watch True Detective season three? Just I, did, I didn't watch, up. I haven't seen any of the True, De- True Detective oh, stuff because the first God. season I watched, I think I watched one episode. I yeah. fell asleep. Oh my god! True I never went back because I, I was. The best. I know. I felt so yeah. like I, I must have watched it when I was tired because I, I didn't watch season two, but because I, I, I watched a couple of episodes and it, I really didn't want it. You know, got Spoiled such bad reviews. One. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, and it, it's completely different. They're not the separate stories, but season one and then season three, which came out this year, which got Mahashala Ali and Stephen Dorff in it, who's famous from years ago with Blade, he's a really good actor, but Mahashala Ali's just won his second Oscar and he's flying and he's brilliant in it. Um I think you'd love I mean season one is is what kind of relaunched Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey and it's just it's it's the guy that directed it did the show on Netflix called Maniac, which I really liked last year, but he's also directed the next Bond film. So he's really well tipped. Um, but again, it's like you said, you, you know, you watch something and then you kind of look at the director or the producers and you go, you follow them. Yeah. You, well, you do. Yeah. And that's what IMDb is great for. Cause you just go, let's just have a look at what this guy's done. Cause they, some people generally pick good projects to work on Did and they don't the just pick on, uh, Haunted Hill. No, not yet. Oh, um, my see God. what I do Rory. with, with uh, horizon traditionally my like, wheelhouse. I know people episode. love it. Oh, no, that one episode. I've one heard episode, about that man. one episode. Yeah. I think you'll appreciate it so much for someone who People that love that episode. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I'm just like, I, oh my God. Do you know what I'm going to do with the horror that I've kind of stored up a few things to watch? Um, I tend to watch them around kind of Halloween time. <laughs> <laughs> so, That'll be good because I think season two I, might be coming out around there, but yeah. it's a different story, so you're all right. No, but I, I, like, I like doing that because it just feels like I don't know. I, I like Stranger Things is obviously coming out tomorrow. Whenever this is released, it'd probably be out. Mm. Um, but it's, that's now set in the summer rather than in Halloween, which they normally set in, don't they? In, in the kind of Christmas, Halloween, whatever they do, which is, which is cool. But this will be different because it's, it's obviously released 4th of July. It's in the summer and it's got a different feel to it, which is great. Um, but I do like watching things around kind of the traditional Halloween stuff like you, you kind of Ghostbusters and stuff but then you darker films like I don't know I like The Shining and Get Out and all that kind of stuff yeah. I've stayed away from every trailer of Stranger Things 3 this time well done yeah, yeah because that's I wanted impressive. to really want it I didn't want last time I had all these like Ghostbusters all this thing going on and you, yeah, know, you yeah, watch yeah. it and it's just like a lot of it spoiled I just uh, you know, and you're like, mm. no, it's a good thing this to time, do. I just stayed away because I want to. Re- I want to enjoy it. You know, I might not even watch one episode tomorrow night. I might wait till Saturday and yeah. watch and binge. You know, four on Saturday, four on Sunday, something with the yeah, kids. Yeah, it's that style of thing. But isn't I, it? Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to rush it. You know, I don't want to be oh tomorrow night. That's it. Go and watch four episodes. Nah, I'm gonna. The weekend's coming. 
I'll probably just do it on, on the weekend and wait. And there's nothing it's, wrong with that. You know, I need like, to do this. <laughs> I know exactly, exactly. It's it's good because it's been a weird year for like film. Not TV's going strength to strength, really, but for for film, it's been a real struggle because nothing wants to compete with you know um, with Endgame because everyone knew it was going to be so big. And everything else is kind of coming to the end of its chapter. I mean, John Wick's obviously still going strong as, as ever. Um, Keanu's on a roll, but like things like X-Men and whatever, everyone knew Awful. it was coming to an end, you know, and I, and Jessica Jones is probably the same style thing on Netflix. I didn't obviously. Even bother, mate. No, I Season two was so uh, bad. Didn't even go it there. Was so bad. Um, and it's just stuff like that, you know, I think if, if you know people aren't invested in it, why am I going to go and pay money or why am I going to spend my time to watch it? Do you know what I mean? So it's been a bit of a year like that. Although Toy Story was, was good, but again, Pixar always love putting effort into Toy Story because it's their baby. Do you know what I mean? So I it makes it. sense. The girls loved yeah. it as well. They did yeah, well again. They did, I think they only ever do a film like that when they get the right story. If and the animation's story, just crazy on yeah. it. Like the, the cat in that film, I was like, that's a real cat. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the cat just looks real. I was like, what the hell? Because they make the people look a little bit different. But the cat, and then the opening sequence in the rain and stuff, I was like, this is like insane animation. So if you compare like, this... Toy Story 1 and 4, you'll see the differences. Oh, huge. 25 years makes a lot of difference. But is like, it 25 Pixar years? Key, I think it was out in 95, so yeah, oh 24 years. Oh my God, years. I feel I fucking old. I know, it's crazy, isn't it? I didn't um, realise it was that long ago. Rory. I think it's been nine years since Toy Story Three came out. Which oh my is why god! It's so weird. <laughs> I know. I swear it's something like that, which is why it's so crazy. Um, oh my is it that god. long? Maybe it's not. Quite no, it can't long. be. I'm going yeah, to check maybe it it's out not. in a minute. Uh, okay. <laughs> 2010, Toy Story Three came out. So nine years. The original Jesus. came out in '95. Oh Toy Story Two came out in 1999. How it's is mad, isn't it? <laughs> I know, it's, it's crazy, because it just makes us feel old. So um, my kid was five when she watched that. That's, yeah, that's wow. the thing. Yeah, you go back and think, Christ, I was only this old when this came out, because, you know, and things, our kids just go, I mean, kids go to the cinema now, my kids go more more in the last year than I probably went in five years as a kid, do you know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah. just become such a crazy part of, of, of culture. I think I mean, Marvel have um, I think Marvel yeah. changed everything. Marvel and Pixar and Disney have just obviously, you know, ruled the market. Them. They just they just do things that and and the way trailers are and everything gets hyped and buzzed and you know, uh, which is you know, uh, makes sense. It, it's just hard for kids not to get the same as we do, just get sucked into watching these things because it's hype is everywhere. And if you don't go and see it, you're that person, either in the playground or you know, on on Twitter, whatever, whatever age you are, you're that person that's not seen it. So it's it's yeah. And I remember that with Stranger Things. I think I watched it instant it came out because i'd read a couple of articles mm. uh, and and I was it's like, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah, but it, I think the hype kind of. Because again, Netflix wasn't even, it was big, but not everybody had it then, I don't think. I no. think it's more in the last like year, 18 months. But it was hyped but, from the people that had it, like they showed loads of adverts, but then yeah, once, yeah. once people started tweeting about Word it. Word of mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went mental. And that's when Twitter had that impact, you know, and, and that's what I try and do occasionally with shows like Barry. I just try and get the word out and just, just because, it's good to get other people watching these things that deserve it. I, I, you know, you can tell what's effort's gone into this, this show, because it's a really well produced show, Barry. It's, it's a lot of effort. And, and that's the same with a lot of these good TV shows. It's not just, 
here's an infinite budget, go and make something shit and we'll put it out on Netflix or whatever. It, you know, like the Adam Sandler films that keep releasing. Um, it's it's stuff that actually people are putting their heart and soul into and that's what's so good about this show and, and some of the stuff we've just talked about. It really is kind of great for our generation and, like you said, the younger generation because things like Stranger Things are just nostalgia for us because it's all the 80s, but... But for like kids watching it the first time, it's it's kind of a new era for them, isn't it? Do you know it what is. I mean? And then it might discover things like go back and watch the Goonies and Ghostbusters and whatever else. So yeah, it's 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 good, man. Um, but I'm it just plays watching out. reruns of Iron Man at the moment. I'm still crying. So you know, oh, just, mate. you know, it's just... been it's well, <laughs> yeah, no, but it's it, things like that. I just watched that with my little boy. I mean, I just oh my god, it's one of the my hardest things I've ever daughter's... done. Bowling in the cinema, I'm like, dude, relax, oh calm down. I know. I, I, yeah, I was probably worse. Um, the, was... I think, I think, I think they delivered, though, mate. They delivered. Uh, yeah, they did. I, th- I think yeah. that's the the best culmination I've ever There's seen. There's a lot of fan it. service there, but you know, in the right service. way. In the right way. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've been loyal, man. Like, there's a lot of you know, a lot that's gone into all those guys. You know, like you go to it. You, you were talking about. We were talking. You talk about Game of Thrones and how they did it. Yeah. to end it, and then I thought. I thought to end a movie series like that is harder. So much harder to get right. Yeah. Personally. Um, I think so. And I think know, so. they have less time. They have constrained time. They have all these movies, moving parts, different teams, different, different shoots. Whereas, oh, you know, so difficult. I just thought perfect. They're just, honestly, yeah. it's the best. I could watch it again and again and again. I love that film. I just, yeah. Think, and I, we, we, me and Stuart always said that. You know, Infinity War and Endgame are, are a two-part film, really. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It, it, that's what it is. And I can't think of probably a better way to spend a Sunday afternoon than watching back-to-back. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I it's going to be, isn't it? I need to do this. I need to do that. I've not watched them back-to-back. because it's so No, I, I, I haven't, because I obviously want to get the proper copy of Endgame and watch them, you know. Uh, but yes, it, wait for the Blu-ray, you know, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, you don't want to... Those kind of things where people... You, you, you want to watch it properly, but it is going to be a great kind of Sunday afternoon kind of thing where you're just going to watch yeah two two great films that just belong together they they really will play out so well together and they've just thought of everything really it's yeah it, it was it's such a big culmination of, of 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 again 10 years 11 years of just insane preparation and hard work and planning and foresight to get it all right and they keep pushing they keep evolving I, i'll never put it past marvel and disney to not create again you know i don't oh, think it'll wait. ever be as big as it's been i i think they may just i think the the next 10 it'll build up again they can't not you know this is no, be... and they'll they'll you know X Men's got great potential, Fantastic Four, all those kind of rights they've got you know, to stuff is going to really come in. You know, there's so much to come. You just don't know. You just don't. Oh, know. there's always there's an infinite library with comic book characters as well. Do you know what I mean? It, you know, it's always there's always more that they can. You know, before Iron Man and Captain America and all that, they weren't particularly the big ones. Spider Man was always the one. Batman, DC, you know, you know every those yeah. are the. But Iron Man and Captain America weren't fundamentally that popular. No one had ever read bloody Guardians of the Galaxy comic except real <laughs> extremists, you know, and they made those huge. So, yeah, whatever they're going to do, like the internals that they're working on for whenever that comes out is is is, is kind of an un- unknown kind of quantity. And again, they'll probably just smash it out of the park because they just get it right. So, yeah, it's going to well, be exciting. We've done an hour and five here and we've basically covered 
Barry in about 45 minutes, and then we've given you so many recommendations of what <laughs> yeah, we to have. watch. Yeah. And then we've even reviewed some Marvel stuff again as well. How well, good is that? Of course we have. All yeah. in one buzz pod for you folks. But that is brilliant. So, Rory, before you go, why don't yeah, you man. give your pod a plug and, uh, yeah. and tell them what's coming up, man? Uh, so we do, uh, kind of something we, we spun off. We used to do comic pod, which we, which we did love doing. And we've gone off and done this, which is just around pop culture in general, really. Um, let's talk podcast. Um, and we went back and reviewed Lord of the Rings trilogy because Stu had never, ever watched it. What? Um, uh, I know, insane, right? He'd never watched Lord of the Rings and he's a proper fantasy geek. He'd never done it. Um, because he's a stubborn shit. bastard. And have you, have you he, watched the Hobbits now as well? I don't think he's watched those yet, actually. Um, which, yeah, he's probably not in a rush to, but he watched them and we, we thought, fuck it, we'll talk about it and do a podcast. And that was great fun. Um, and then, yeah, we will be covering Stranger Things, obviously. Um, and, and maybe Everybody you will always get your good guys on, Joey and Kay. It'll be great to listen to about when you talk about it. Um, and then, yeah, we'll talk about Spider-Man in, in, in due course and a few different things. It's, it's kind of trying to pick stuff, you know, it's good to pick stuff that everyone talks about, but also stuff that maybe like this, which is great to talk about shows that maybe people don't always watch. Um Sure. We talked about. Did you watch the Umbrella Academy? Yeah. So we we talked about that a while back. But stuff like that, it's 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 good that you know it's not that it's a small show. It's it still a big time, Netflix but it release. Up really well, oh, one. it just got better and better that that show as it went on. Be fantastic. Yeah. So stuff like that. It's it's good. Um, and we do talk about all sorts of music and TV and film and everything. So no, it's good. But no, it's been it's been good to catch up, mate. It's been good to talk Excellent. about a good show. No, it's been fantastic. Yeah, and loved. Uh, your views on Barry, and if you if you haven't watched it and we've spoiled it all, I don't know what why you would do that. But yeah, yeah um, just do give us feedback if you have watched it and you enjoyed <laughs> it. If you disagree with anything we said about the the, the show Barry, let us know. Um, you know, it, again, it was it was I think it was aired after Game of Thrones, so it was pretty popular. Actually, it did take a lot of. And now um, it's done well. Yeah, yeah it's done really it's done well. Really Barry, well. Uh, yeah. critically acclaimed, and it was actually. Um, you know, watched really well as well. So, um, a couple of million views. So that's pretty damn good for the, for us. I don't know. It's not a small show if it's on HBO. No, but it's, it's not huge, but I think they were nominated for a few Emmys and didn't win. But I, I would imagine maybe next year they'll have a better shot actually. Cause yeah. season two was, yeah, pretty damn good. Okay. Yeah, Superb. We'll be back obviously very soon, uh, with I think Stranger Things, maybe a few other ones as well to cover. Maybe Warrior. I know Nina's watching that. So that'll be pretty crazy. Um, it's, it's reminding her of, uh, John Wick, obviously in some places and there's, there's martial <laughs> arts in there. So she's going to be mental. But yeah, so the, the, there'll be that. Uh, lots of other things coming up. Uh, Spider-Man review, I'm sure will be happening at some point in the weekend as well. But yeah, once again, Rory, thank you very much. And uh, to Pleasure. all you guys. Keep on buzzing. We'll be back very soon.
Podcast Network.